Hey guys, in this episode of Trent Talks, which is the first inaugural live episode of Trent Talks that we did on Facebook, we sit down with Akbar Sheikh, who is a funnel coach and consultant. Akbar went from being homeless, living in a closet, to being one of the top coaches in the industry, responsible for multiple Two Comma Club awards, which is over a million dollars in the sales funnel. Sorry about the slight echo, we'll get it fixed in the next one, but let's hear what Akbar has to say. Hey, what's up? Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is the a very first, the inaugural live episode of Trent Talks. Uh, I am super, super excited to have Akbar Sheik with us. Um, you know, Akbar is the uh, he he is a magician when it comes to funnels. <laughs> Guy is a funnel coach and consultant extraordinaire. He's won multiple uh, two comma club awards. For those of you that may not know what that is. Uh, two comma club award is once you've had a funnel that reaches uh, over a million dollars in gross sales. Uh, you can see the beautiful records up there behind him. <laughs> but Akbar, welcome, man. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, looking forward to this, bud. Thanks, man. Likewise, appreciate you having me. Um, well, I'm going to jump into because I want to like take up uh, as little of your time as possible, bringing the most value we can to people. So um, we're going to focus primarily on that, uh, but I do want to touch real briefly just on your backstory about how you came from really not having much at all, and you'll get into that, and then now you were able to build your first two comma club board and transition that into a coaching business now where you've got multiple comma club awards, and you're able to coach a lot of entrepreneurs to be super successful using funnels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I um, kind of failed in so many businesses beforehand. Uh, I failed in a lot of businesses. And uh, I realized that it wasn't that these businesses failed me. I realized that I kind of failed them in the sense that, you know, to give an analogy, it's like, you know, it's like, are you, okay, so if you're going to take, if you're going to go for a long journey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is. I just came up with this. Is, I think it's kind of good. If you're going to go on a long hike, for example, all right, um, you need a few things for you to get to you know your destination. Okay, you need a good backpack. You're going to need some hydration. You're going to need some mm-hmm. food. You're going to need the proper shoes. You're going to need the right. You know, you might even need the, some necessities. You're going to need some stuff. Yeah. All right, and you need to be well prepared. Uh, to get to your journey. If not, well, then you end up gonna you're gonna end up turning right back around. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what happens with a lot of people. Um, they just kind of jump into these things unprepared. And, and and I did for many many years. Now, what does that mean? You know, I believe that we're we're composed of different orbs, right? We have our mental health, our physical health. Um, we have our spirituality, our right. spiritual health, and we have our why. You know, I feel if these things are not on point, one, a person is not ready to really start a business or really to grow their business. Um, okay. Yeah. So I wasn't, you know, I was like my terrible mindset. I was very overweight. I was in terrible relationships. I wasn't very spiritual. I didn't really have much of a why, you know, so I didn't have any of these things. Right. So that's why I kept failing, 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 failing. Once that happened, and that actually happened through, you know, I, I was gifted with, uh, <laughs> I was gifted with an anxiety disorder, and uh, yeah. which which ended uh, landing me in a hospital. Really, uh, oh, wow. yeah, um, that was a wake up call. You know that okay, life is you know 
not going the way it should be going. <laughs> yeah. That changed everything. You know, I lost a bunch of weight, lost 50, 60 pounds. I let go of my toxic relationships. Um, I started getting more spiritual, started praying, stuff like that. Um, you know, we started putting myself together uh, because if you are not, you know, if you are not well, if you are not well, it's, it's very difficult to help others. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, so we did that. Um, and we started being better. You know, we started, life was totally different by then. We started doing that. We started doing yoga, started exercising, started eating right. And all, just all these things that we all know we need to do and a lot of us do and a lot of us don't do. But yeah. life was totally different. People were looking at me different. Life was totally different. Um, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm kind of just tripping on, on those old days. But uh, anyway, so now we're like, dude, we need a why. I never liked what I do. You know, I was in retail and all sorts of, you know, I was basically in retail and I never really liked it. Um, I bumped into kind of network marketing because, you know, all due respect, what else do people do when they, when they don't have, uh, they have no, they have no idea what else to do online. <laughs> you start looking yeah. for a quick buck. Yeah. Well, you just start looking, you know, you, you're, you're like, how do I make money? I don't have a place to start. Yeah. Yeah. So then you do that. I, you know, all due respect, listen, I'm I, I, not a big fan of it, uh, of network marketing now, if you ask me, but we learned some things, you know, we did learn some things. Uh, about you know that was kind of my intro to how how the internet works, how online marketing works, how you know like you know the the, the, the fundamentals, the basics, right? Like build an audience, cultivate an audience, monetize an audience, um, you know, test, tweak, scale, psychology, all these sorts of things. So I, I did learn some stuff definitely, mm -hmm. and, I, and I kind of started to get fascinated with it. Um, you know, I started really to get fascinated with it anyway. So what ended up happening was. Um, you know, we're just kind of starting that journey. Uh, but from that, you know, from, from letting go of that previous life, you know, and trying to forge into a new life, you know, there was yeah. a, a brief period of where we were, you know, homeless, living in a closet, you know, electrical closet with uh, no hot water. Uh, what was it? No hot water. There were no windows, <laughs> no hot water, no showers. You know, we were in there for a little while. But it was, it was interesting. In that period is where we truly learned, you know, deeper uh, really about like attraction-based, content-based marketing, and you know ethical principles. Of, you know, really understanding ethical principles of persuasion, and really understanding these sorts of things. Um, Let me ask you so a question on that, because some people down there, I've never been homeless. I've been tight down on my times, uh, down on my luck at times. What does it take mentally? What difficulty to keep yourself moving the right direction when you're going through that? Man, you see, it's an interesting question, man, because at that point, I was already like, I already had a good mindset. So it wasn't like, oh, man, you know, this is terrible. Like, it wasn't like that. You know what I mean? It was like, we were perfectly happy. Like, it was weird a little bit. But we knew, you know, we knew it was temporary. You know, we knew we were just kind of getting our, you know, okay. setting up shop and getting ourselves in order. And, you know, it's just temporary and stuff. And, you know, I'll be honest you were just able to stay focused on the bigger picture. Yeah, no, look, yeah. it was it was kind of fun, man. I mean, look, you know, I mean, really, I mean, I don't, you know, it's not like oh, times are terrible, and oh, there was no hot water, and you know, I mean, it was it was weird and it was inconvenient, and it was like there was a weird because we were in the back of an office building, man, um, in in their electrical closet, and there were actually some other people living in their offices. Really? And, yeah, and they were weird, man. I, I and, and you know, I. I smile about it, but they, I think some of them clearly had mental uh, disorders, but, 
Uh, yeah, it was, it was weird. You know, sometimes you would hear, you know, strange noises. And it, it was strange. It was weird, man. It was really weird. It was like in the background. It was kind of scary. Um, you know, but, but, but no, I don't look at those. I look at those days with a smile. I really don't look at Interesting. them, you know, with anything else. Yeah. Well, I think that the lesson there is that, you know, because we – and a lot of people – and I know a lot of people who, if they were in that position – you know, now they would be like kind of depressed and it's because they don't have the, you know, their mindset. Like, honestly, man, like, you know, this is like, it's unsexy to say this and like, it's not very marketable and all that, but like, it's the truth. And the reality is that this whole thing, man, this whole life thing, yeah. it's really like 90% mental, you know, like it's weird. Cause I know everybody hears that. And I don't know if everyone believes that. I know they truly don't believe that. Cause if they truly understood them, truly believed that they would spend a lot more time, um, on, on their mental wellness and the mental, their, yeah, their mindset, like daily and, and trying to, like, like I think, like I think mindset is super important. But it's not like we, we, you know, it's not like we, you know, I'm, I'm reading about mindset like for two hours every day. You know what I mean? But right. it's very I think people make mindset harder than they need to. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it seems to be a decision of look, I'm going to choose to react to react to my circumstances in this way. I'm going to choose to stay positive, choose to stay happy. And therefore I'm in the one that's in control of my mindset, my attitude, not my circumstances. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's just this whole thing, man. And mindset is really nothing but a habit and just um, all giving yourself permission to look at things the way they truly are. Um, and it's a lot about being thankful, man. Um, as a matter of fact, I've been studying ancient medicine lately and um, micro gratitude is very powerful. I actually already knew that, but I was I was pleasant. I was I, I was very happy to hear micro gratitude meaning micro gratitude meaning grateful for everything. Like I'm very yeah I'm very grateful to, to have this interview. Very grateful for this computer I'm using. Very grateful for the phone that's that's doing the live. Very grateful yeah. for you know water. I mean um, you know are we always constantly thinking about that? No. Like I'm not like right now I'm not thinking like I'm grateful for this 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 this. But it is reflection. This kind of constant. Uh, reflection and, and being grateful for what you have because the truth is man like a lot of us and this is even spiritual um you know a lot of us uh compare ourselves to the joneses do you know what i mean like uh, oh look what the neighbor has look what that guy has oh he Absolutely. you know oh i want that and uh, you know it's just and, and and even from a from from a religious point of view it's like you know you know the scriptures say like you know you'll never be happy you know if you do that Meaning, because like if you get a, a mountain of gold, you'll just want another one, you know. Because man, it's it man, you know, is almost never satisfied. You're never satisfied if you're looking yeah. at money and things like that to satisfy you. You're just looking for the next high, the next fix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so we went through that. And you, so you were able to. What did you do? What kind of things did you implement when you were starting out from that position to get to your first your first comic club award? Well, what happened was I was in. Uh, like I said, I was in network marketing. I didn't like it at all. And we started to do well at it at this point. Um, but I remember one day I got, you know, a pretty hefty check in the mail from network marketing. And that, and I was feeling empty from network marketing. I really, I, was, I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, and I remember, you know, that same day I did a free hour-long consultation with like a non-for-profit kind of company. Yeah. They, they were profit. They had a profit sector and a non-profit sector. But um, that, I'll never forget that day where I really enjoyed that consultation more. Do you know what I mean? And what ended up happening was like, dude, this is what I, I want to do. 
You know what I mean? Like this is what I enjoy, like working. The altruistic nature of it, that like I can help people doing this. Yes, I'm making a living, but I can really help people. Yes. Uh, it's yeah. amazing how much that altruistic part of a job gives you yeah. huge fulfillment. Yeah, no, it really does. It really does. So so I asked them, I said, you know, hey man. So I was doing consulting with them. Through my consulting with them, actually, um, they had uh, they had a business and it was one of their funnels was doing like around 300K and then through our consulting, 300 something K and then through our consulting, it went, their next kind of round went, you know, um, to around about a million. And that was, the, yeah, that was the first. And you're going to ask yourself, like, well, how, what did you do? <laughs> That's yeah, kind of my first question. How do we repeat it? Yeah, and really, and again, we're going to go back to unsexy topics, and that's okay. But it's really, if you take a look at most businesses, what's really wrong are the, are the fundamentals. Do you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, just take, I mean, you can just you can you can deconstruct a, a funnel. I think at the time, I think what was that? what kind of funnel? Well, There's a typical kind of sales page funnel, actually. Okay. So you know, the video was boring. It was not enticing. It was kind of outdated. The headline, your standard, your standard VSL, the headline was weak. So you take a look at, you know, what I call the five ethical EPOP, right? What I call the five ethical principles of persuasion. And that is likable authority, scarcity, reciprocity, social proof and And, um, I always have to write it down. I always repeat the messaging, right? That's the five. I didn't repeat myself. Okay, so that's the five. <laughs> you know, and you know, um, you know, and Robert talks about it in his book. Uh, you know, in, in his book as well. These things is something that I learned a long time ago. That hey, man, you need these things to be solid. Again, these are fundamentals. You know, for a funnel to be good. So you know, a lot of times, for example, man, you'll go. Even yesterday, I was doing a funnel review. You'll see a te- you'll see a page, and you'll have a testimony that's like a page long, and it's sized like eight font. And right. it's like, you need a mic. And it's like, I can't tell you how many times I see stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like, or it's like microscopic or it's like a testimony that doesn't really say anything like, Oh, Mike's a cool guy. You know what I mean? Or, you know, something like that. It's just like, right. Well, and the customer's like, well, sure. Mike's a cool guy, but that doesn't help me. <laughs> yeah. The thing is like, it's an art, right? It's an art like messaging to provoke, to make people, the point of like a funnel is like really emotional. And it's really like, when I read that, I need to be like, Yes. You know, my eyes literally yeah. need to dilate. My mouth literally needs to water. My jaw literally needs to dilate. Like, like yeah, I want You that. want all the, the emotional responses, yeah. Yeah, like think about the last time that happened to you. You know, like for me that happened, like I went to a Neil Patel website. I don't even remember why, but he had this great thing where he's like, dude, just put your email address right now and we're going to give you an, an instantaneous report right now showing you exactly like, the, like whatever, like the 10 things your website, the 10 exact reasons on your website uh, as to why it's not getting enough traffic. So it was like, it was, it was some sort of software where then it like, it, you know, it puts crawlers through your site and then it shows you like, you know, what's wrong with it or why, why more people don't come. So it's like, I, I'll never forget, I'm so juicy. I was like, dude, I, and I was in the middle of like a presentation with someone or something like that. <laughs> Hold on, I was like, I got to opt in. Like that's how emotion, that's how much they knew their target audience. That's the thing, right? Most people are not speaking to anybody. Like a lot of times you read this yeah. stuff and just like, dude, who are you speaking to? Like if I'm your target audience, I'm not emotionally moved at all. My state of emotion hasn't, hasn't flickered. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I yeah. have budged. Like you're not making me want to do any action. That's kind of a really interesting concept. If you think about it, like is your messaging, um, 
warranting a response from people? Is it sparking people to respond? You feel like that's one of the biggest things that separates successful funnels versus non is the ability to evoke emotion out of the customer. Absolutely. I think if I was to pick one, most people, like if you think like the funnels, right? Most people who don't have a good funnel, like most all the five of those areas we discussed, pretty mm -hmm. much most of them could be improved. They're, they're, they're generally not doing a great job at any one of those. Interesting. Generally. If you're asking me like, what is the most powerful one? I would say messaging. I would say like just the okay. message I've seen on phones is just really weak. Now you're going to ask next, well, okay, cool. How do we do that? Listen, you can study copy, right? And it's a very profitable and amazing thing to study because it's a timeless skill. Do you see what I'm saying? For example, yeah, it, the ability to tell stories and evoke emotion, it never goes, it never goes out. It just has different forms and mediums. Yeah. Like if, exactly. Like if you study, if you just study bots, well, guess what? If bots become irrelevant in two years, well, then what are you going to do? You know, but studying yeah. copy is like a timeless, you know, skill that will, you know, always be profitable for you. So I definitely suggest studying copy. However, it is, you know, it, it's not something everybody can do. It's, you know, you're basically a writer. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's not, I, I, you know, I want to be honest. Like some people are like, oh, anybody can do it. I, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think anybody can study it. Uh, and, you know, and if they don't give up and, you know, they go through the, the rigorous journey of it, it is, you know, it'll take a little bit of time. Yeah. I like to teach people to do what you do best and outsource the rest, man. Like yeah. there's so many great copywriters that have studied it for such a long time and they're, and they're affordable. Like why wouldn't you just concentrate on what you do best, like big picture stuff or strategy stuff or maybe sales or maybe Facebook ads or whatever. Um, I always recommend people do what you do best, outsource the rest. All right. So when you look at your, for example, the three, you look at the three plaques up behind you there. <laughs> what were the three things that stood out the most in those? I mean, aside from obviously we know every successful funnel, like you just mentioned, is going to have skillful copy. You're going to be able to evoke emotion, cause a customer to think about their situations, where they are now, where they could be, et cetera. But what are the differences from a funnel that there's a lot of funnels out there that may do, you know, a couple thousand dollars a month or may do stuff like that versus a funnel that really takes off? Is this going back to your, the five key things you're talking I mean, about? It's, it's really that, right? I mean, it's really just these, it, it's, it's these five ethical principles of persuasion, right? I mean, it's, it's really like the, the messaging of it, the story of it, you know, and, and you know, they, they just, I just came back from Funnel Hack Live and, and they summarized it pretty nicely, right? Hook, story, offer, right? I, I mean, and that obviously the five ethical principles of persuasion, you know, incorporates into that. But yeah, I mean, if you want to ask like, you know, specifically like, well, one of them, you know, it was, was pretty much all that. We had to redo everything. We had to redo the videos. We had to redo the messaging. We had to get better social proof. We had to get more reciprocity. We had to change the, the design element of it, like the whole thing. Another one primarily was messaging. Like I said, the messaging was off. A lot of the times you're in, um, man, I was doing a call with a client last night. We were going over messaging. We came up with a good line, and it was like they were they were helping people overcome their food addictions. And uh, I forgot what the messaging was, but it, it, wasn't, it was a little generic. And we had to make it a little bit more enticing. So it was like, yeah, it was like, um, you know, something like, you know, the undiscovered, um, what was it? it was like the undiscovered, it was like neuroscience has uncovered the most underutilized way uh, to end food addiction, right? Okay, yeah. And it, was, it was just tying something, it was just putting a different approach on it. You know what right. I mean? And a lot of the times people, you know, they just, you know, you, I mean, you've seen it, you read their headlines, you read their stuff, you're just like, eh. 
You know what I mean? So anyway, one of them was messaging. And then the other one was like strategy, like where, you know, where should you, what kind of funnel you should use, who's going to build your webinar, who's going to help you with the traffic, kind of like the, the, the strategy and then like the connections of it too. So, I mean, it's, what people forget is that like an online businessman is is a very real thing. Do you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. So you have to treat it as such. I mean, I always compare it to a candy store. You know, a corner candy store, man. Look, if you want to, if you want to open a corner candy store, hey, you're gonna need fixtures, um, security equipment, deposit, um, designs, marketing, inventory, uh, employee, um, insurances, all these sorts of things. And this is just some, and, and by the way, it's going to cost you around about $50,000 if you're lucky. Right. This is for some la la little candy store. If you're lucky, you'll make that money back in years if you're lucky, right? I mean, generally speaking, for a corner store, yeah. I mean, most, most business store, uh, brick and mortars, it takes two years to be profitable. Yeah. So, I mean, look at all that effort just for that little candy store that's really not making anything. Question is, are we really putting that effort into our online businesses or are we just kind of doing a couple of things like, what happened? Why aren't we doing right. why, why aren't there? You know what I mean? Like, why aren't we making any money? We got to remember it's a real business and a real business requires effort. You know what I mean? Well, what would you suggest for somebody that's starting early? We, you know, we want to obviously t- get really focused in on the, like the strategy tactics for people. So, you know, obviously as soon as possible, you'd like to bring someone in. If you're not a copywriter, bring in a copywriter. If you don't understand the layout and the funnel strategy, bring in someone like yourself, a funnel coach. Um, but if you're early on, I mean, maybe you're working a side hustle right now or a side job or you have a full-time job in the online business as your side kind of hustle, what, what kind of tips, pointers, I mean, what's your strategy for getting those people started? Because like Russell always talks about the whole one funnel away, which we know is true, but that doesn't always mean it's your first funnel. Yeah, no, look, so when I was transitioning from, from my job to the online world, it's about, like, it's funny, this is like a very unsexy interview because I'm going to say another unsexy thing because a lot of these things are just super important. What people end up doing is that they just, they talk about it, but they use, they just use different verbiage, right? They'll, they'll call like, you know, like, pretty verbiage. They'll use pretty, like instead of saying mindset, they'll be like, we're going to, we have to rewire the way that you think, you know, stuff like that. But I mean, they're talking about mindset, right? So I'm, I'm just going to use the unsexy words today because it's early in the morning and I'm not going to get creative. <laughs> so consistency. Right. My first webinar, man, took forever to make because, dude, look, I got, you know, when you're married, did I have a kid at the time? Hold on. I don't remember, but married. Ah, I did have a kid. Married, kid, young kid, new kid, like new. Like I remember it was, it was a newborn infant, wasn't it, when you first started? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you, you remember. I do. I, I remember talking with you as you were building out the first one. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I met some people recently. And they're like, man, we've been watching. You know, they're telling me things I forgot about. Man, we're watching you since vlog number one. And it's like, it's crazy how this whole, we, you know, we, journey, we uh, document this whole journey. But yeah, like a newborn. I was at the job. And it was tough, dude. When you come home after a long day. And, 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 and you know, we're in marketing. So marketing, it's funny because like my wife sometimes like, dude, why are you tired? Like you sit at a desk all day, right? I said, yeah. dude. You know, they don't get it, but it, it is, it's, exha- it's, men- it's exhausting because you're mentally trying to be so creative and you're, you know, you're mentally just beat at the end of the day, which, you know, translates into physical exhaustion as well. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, now I'm beat up and I have to come home and, you know, be with my wife, spend some time with the wife, obviously spend some time with the kid and I'm tired. I've been working all day. Like it's tough. Yeah. Now I got to sit down and work on my webinar. 
Yeah, it's not easy. Like, like let's not kid ourselves. It's not easy, but it was like enjoyable. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it was fun. It was new. It was my first one. I was creating or entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs create. Yeah. So it's something I enjoy doing, but um, the key was just consistency, man. I just did a little bit a day or I just did a little bit. I don't remember, frankly, if it was a little bit every day or a little bit whenever I could, but it was just like, there was some consistent pattern or schedule there. I, I frankly don't remember, but it was just, what I do remember is that it was consistent. I mean, it's like, okay, dude, I can, I can do 20 minutes a day. And, and I remember, dude, what was nice is uh, my wife, you know, I had, the, I had um, at the time, you know, we had, you know, she, she kind of like understood that. She, she supported right. that. Like, you know, that's important to, to get that encouragement and that support. Um, and not all of us have that. And sometimes we have and sometimes we don't. But if we can get it, it's very, very beneficial. Absolutely. Because there are the times, even when it is fun, when you just are like, you start looking out, you're like, man, this is just a lot of work. It really is a lot of work. And you yeah. find yourself going, okay, just uh, at least for me, I find myself I have to break things down and say, okay, let me just work on this today, get this part done. Because it's hard sometimes to look at the whole picture. Well, the, be the best way to eat, you know, the best way to eat a, eat a cow is one bite at a time. One bite at a time. Uh, you know I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's, it is, right? But that's the mind game, right? Because what ends up Absolutely. happening. But we also have to understand, man, like, and I'll say something bold here, but I, no one's been able to prove me wrong. But if you stick to something, all right, if you stick to something, you have a good blueprint and you don't give up and you keep doing at least three things that it move your business forward. If you have that discipline to not give up, I mean, do you know, how many people do you know? You tell me how many people do you know, or it's just, dude, this guy's like tried forever. And, but he tries every single day and he does three things every single day at the moves this forward. And you know, the guy just, he just hasn't made it. Now you might hear of your anomaly once in a blue, but generally speaking. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't think of anything that come to mind. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure if I thought for a while, think of someone, but I, there's always going to be an anomaly. But generally speaking, hey, man, I mean, what a blessing if you think about it. Like, if you don't give up, you'll get it. It's exactly like I've lost 50, 60 pounds, whatever it was, I don't remember. But um, do if you eat better and you exercise, if you have normal health, it is scientifically impossible not to lose weight. I mean, that's just a fact. Like, you can't argue that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, again, it's a bold statement, but it's kind of a beautiful thing to reflect upon. But why is it that this is like a multi-billion dollar industry? Why is it that the vast majority of people who go on diets never lose weight or lose weight and just gain it all back? And then something. Why is that? And it, and it goes back to another unsexy word, uh, and that's discipline. You know, just the discipline of not going to McDonald's or not making a quick stop at Wendy's for a frosty, you know, which I've been doing lately. <laughs> yeah. I've been misbehaving. Uh, get guilty. Yeah. Mine, is a little too, mine is a little too much of this sometimes. What is that? A little too much coffee. Coffee? Yeah. How many, yeah. How many cups a day? I have to ask my wife. I think three, four. Yeah, three is not the worst thing in the world. Could be worse. Yeah, you heard that, babe. If you're listening. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> but um, all right. So, let's, if if you were designing one from scratch, you don't know what you're doing now. You know, like don't think about where you are now. 
what are you going to come back and say, all right, this, I do this step one, two, three, and four when I'm building out my funnel, you know, when I'm putting together the whole, what I'm, my offering is going to be everything else. What's your strategy that you give someone who's just completely starting may have little to no experience. Someone who's starting and who has no experience. I mean, honestly, bro, like it's tough, right? Because what we do is we help existing businesses scale. Okay. So we don't necessarily, generally speaking, don't work with newbies unless that they've had tremendous success offline and they're trying to, you know, promote that online. Just online. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I'll make an exception for that, but you know, we're not here to kind of sell a dream to anybody that, Hey, sure. like, you know, like, Hey, you can come, you know, start a new life online. Like that's sort of, but the thing is like, your question is like, what advice do I have for, sorry, what advice do I have for you? Well, let me me shift it then. I'll do this then. Cause I know like one of your first funnels I remember was working with the brick and mortar as well. You went from the brick and mortar. I believe it was, you have to correct me. I believe it was mattress sales they did and they scaled that. Well, well, we did Medoma, which was a medical massage clinic. Yeah. Medical massage clinic. We helped them with that. And again, again, that was primarily messaging too. You know, that was so how did you tell that person to get from here's your brick and mortar, we're having some success here. How do I scale that and take it online? Well, what it was, I mean, for that it was messaging, right? So everyone I mean, like think about it. When you advertise, uh, when you see advertisements on massage, what do you see, right? Oh, this is gonna help your blood flow, oh, this is gonna help lower your stress, this is gonna help uh, you know, relax you and uh, all these sort of things, right? Right. That's basically what you see for massage marketing, right? So we're like, dude, we have to yeah. flip the relief pain, relief stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, that, all that jazz, right? So, dude, we have to flip the script. Okay, we have to flip the script. We have to say massage 2.0, right? Like the future of massage. And it was because what it was mentally, medically integrated massage. So it was, it, was like a, it was like a little bit of a spin on a massage. So a lot of the times people, man, it's crazy. They have like, they have these amazing things going on and they don't even mention it, right? Like one guy, I remember he had like, He's helped, he helped 500 people do something, right? Which is incredible. And it was nowhere on his phone. Yeah, and it was nowhere on his phone, right? So it's like you have resources. Yeah, like your number one resource is your resourcefulness. And like so many people have like cool stuff to talk about, but they don't. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to understand like what, what is your competitive edge? What makes you different? I mean, something. Now you have to struggle with people uh, not, not wanting to feel braggadocious or, or – or- going that route or do you think it's just they don't think about it and put it together i mean see now let's see now it goes back to the fundamentals isn't it that goes back to a mindset thing right because here's the thing if you if you truly believe that your product is awesome and your product is getting people awesome results and your competition is not that good and your competition is not getting people good results then you are kind of in essence really god gifted all of us with stuff right God gives right. you, God gives to me, God gave all, all of us gifts. God gave you a gift for a reason. All right. Now, if you're awesome at what you do and you're getting people results, okay, and your competition's not, you know, are you now selling people or are you really serving people? Like, dude, there is a need for this. It comes you know, back to the whole feeling of disservice if you're not helping them solve that problem and you can't. Are you doing them a disservice by not providing a service that can fix it? And a lot of people have difficulty getting in that mindset. And I think a reason for that is they don't, they probably just don't have enough faith in what they do. 
But the easy, the easy way to remedy that is to a, you know, find, you know, hone your craft through studying, reading workshops, courses, so on and so forth. Implement it. Okay, number one and number two, just getting people results. I mean, it's like a drug. Yeah. I mean, it really is like a drug. Well, let me ask you this, man, because I don't want too much of your time here. Uh, I super appreciate your time. What are some stuff that you want to share? What do you have going on? Um, what should people be aware that you're doing? How can they work with you, et cetera? Listen, man, we are, you know, in the business of helping people make more so they can give more. You know, we try to help experts make more so they can give more. Uh, this is our... Really, I want to call it an idea, and I'm, and I'm simply using the word idea because I'm trying to get on TED Talks, but uh, really, this is the idea that we're trying to put a spark in an entrepreneurial's mind that really, you want to know what the number one ROI is, it's giving, okay? Uh, the number one ROI, the number one thing you can do, sorry, that's better than, in my opinion, better than real estate, stocks, Bitcoin, don't get me started. Is really giving. is really giving. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. what does that really mean? Well, let's break that down a little bit. Well, if you have money, give it. If you don't have money, give your time. If you don't have time, call your mom, make her smile. That's one fraction of it. So, what the other fraction of giving, and that is, give your customers the best experience. Give you know the customers the, the best product. You know, constantly a beginning thought to how to make experience better. I mean, I'm always kind of thinking, you know, how can we make this better? How can we make this better? How can we make this better? You know, so it's about, you know, it's not just like the Lala stuff, like, oh, just give, you know. You know, it's an interesting take because I, I think a lot of people, even myself, we forget about that part. We think yeah. of the altruistic part of yeah. it as being, you know, well, I'm going to give of my time or my knowledge or of my money, but we stop and forget that there's the, there is the aspect of giving and it almost a kind of going above and beyond inside of your business as well. That the customers recognize, they see the value in it. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I haven't thought of it like that. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the new thing I'm kind of, kind of been talking about lately is because I think what I've realized that most people, you know, I'm not looking at it that way and they're just thinking like, Oh, you're just talking about the same old give, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's really more than that. It's really more than just giving money. Like giving money is like just one thing, right? Giving money, in essence, in essence, if you give money, okay, in essence, you're just a donor. By the way, um, yeah. a philanthropist showing a significant. Uh, you're not necessarily showing significant importance. You're just giving of your money. You're not giving of yourself in general. Well, no, and there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. But the, but the definition of philanthropy is actually to improve the quality, or one of the definitions is to improve the quality of mankind to improve the condition of mankind and to improve someone's life, you know, to improve someone's life indeed is philanthropy. So as entrepreneurs, I actually feel that we are generally speaking, you know, we have the opportunity to truly be philanthropists. Yeah. You know, because think about it. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, I'm not trying to like, uh, say we're better than like the nine to fivers or like, you know, any no, sort no, of but it's good though. What you're saying is good. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we've been given a great responsibility. You know, I mean, think about it, man. Everything is commerce. This computer that we're using for this yeah. live phone I'm using, this 
this cup I'm drinking, right? The, the pen and paper I have here, the, 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 the sparkling water here, the, the raisins, the, the we're drunk. I mean, everything that my office at the light bulb, everything is commerce. Yeah. Everything is commerce. So it's like, you know, business kind of makes the world turn around and we're all kind of a spoke in that wheel. And we have an opportunity, you know, to, to do some serious philanthropy with it. If we, if we choose to, it's kind of an interesting thing. I don't know if a lot of people think about that, but I mean, like, you have, if you're an entrepreneur, you have an opportunity to do some really blessed work. I mean, if you serve people yeah. well, yeah, if you serve people well, you know, and you help them out, I mean, that, that's a blessed thing. That's, that's blessed work. You know what I mean? So it's not, I mean, people find out, you know, and it's interesting, man, like people find out very quickly. It's not about the money, you know, right. they find out about that once they make some, but it's, it, it's really, it goes a lot deeper than that. And it really, it, it really is about making the world, you know, a better place. Now, how do you, um, and guys, go ahead and post any questions you have. We'll be doing some Q&A after this here. So if you have any questions, feel free to post them in the chat. Um, but you talk about, like, that being able to be the, do giving and stuff. How do you, I think it was Stephen Larson or somebody said this, about being able to change your world before you can change the rest of the world. Yeah. And I think that's something that's super important for people to recognize is that while you keep your why at the forefront, you have to change your world first, and then you can change the rest of the world. You can't do it in the flip side because you run out of money, you run out of time, you run out of energy. Would you agree with that? No, that's what I was saying. Remember is that, you know, when I was talking about the journey that people are taking and they need the backpack and all that, that they're not, most people are not prepared for their journey. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Uh, same thing. Now. Um, awesome. So, if people want to work with you, they got a brick and mortar, they're looking to do online, uh, they're looking to scale the business, how do they get in touch and work with you? Yeah, traditionally, we like to work with, the, you know, existing online businesses, you know, who are, you know, just kind of struggling a little bit. And, you know, it doesn't matter what revenue they're in. They're just kind of struggling a little bit. They, they seem to have hit a ceiling. They just don't know how to, they just can't seem to grow. Um, yeah, we like to work with them. So you just kind of go to our um, website, which is just my name.com, A-K-B-A-R-S-H-E-I-K-H.com. And, you know, you check out a little video that explains um, kind of how we can help. And then we get on the phone, see if we're a good fit. And then we uh, rock and roll. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Any any uh, specialty or any any uh, thing that excel in as far as industry things like that, uh, or you just kind of a uh, I'll take them as they come because I know I can adjust the messaging and, and adjust the way it's. Yeah, it's interesting, man. Like, but you know, it's interesting. We haven't really niched down like that. Like, oh, we only work with you know dentists or whatever. Right? And the reason for that is because, like, at the end of the day, business is business is business. Like, all all businesses have different, you know, generally speaking, have different departments. You have customer support. You have, you know, marketing. You have sales. You have, and again, all the ethical principles of persuasion. So, again, we really focus on the fundamentals. People really have the fundamentals wrong. And we just focus on fixing that and getting a solid foundation so that they can break that ceiling um, and hit that next level of revenue. Okay. Uh, I want to talk to you about this. You've done this. Obviously, I've seen your offerings. Um, what are your thoughts on implementing and how, how you implement, someone can implement their value ladder? Because you've done a good job with that. I mean, you started out with just doing funnel building and coaching. Now you have your seven-figure society, uh, your, kind of your group membership group. 
Um, you gone into the one to one high end coaching as well yet? Yeah, yeah, we have. So, so it's interesting, right? I mean, yeah, I think I think the journey is kind of uh, very similar for a lot of people, and uh, it's kind of been well defined for a little while. And that's like a lot of people get started with the done with you, right? Um, and that's what I did, right? I was like, okay, what's the quickest way to get people results? I'm like, okay, I'll just do it with them. Like, I'll go, you know, on the, um, I'll do like, say it again. You'll log into their account. Hey, let me go ahead and make some modifications. That kind no, of thing. No, like, you know, done with you. Like, hey, let's go on a Zoom call and show me your stuff. And we'll just, you know, we'll, okay, this is no good. Change that. This is no good. Change that. Like, you know, we just kind of workshop through it. Right. Well, obviously, pretty, pretty quickly, you burn out of that, right? So you burn out of that and then you move on to like uh, a done for you. And then a lot of people just start doing like done for you. So okay, dude, like we're going to run your ads or we're going to do it. And that's kind of the agency model. And then a lot of people burn out of that. Then you get into a course. Um, then you get into one-on-one and then eventually you get into, you know, software. And, um, you know, you do events and, and, and books and stuff. We've done some events. We've done a book. Um, events I really enjoy. Software is something I'm I'm, I'm excited about. Interesting, looking at transition to that world. That's kind of the next what's coming down the line. But I know you really can't share because if you're developing software, you don't want somebody to take it and run with it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there's a couple of interesting ideas in the pipeline with that. But yeah, I mean, like the, the focus is like the thing is like what I what I would ask people to do is like really, dude, study you know history. We know two things about history. Number one, it's gone and number two it repeats itself um so like i said that pattern i just told you is a very common pattern do you know what i mean so you want to learn from people's mistakes you know you a lot of times you know you don't want to go too fast you want to take it easy you want to learn from your mistakes you want to keep measuring things keep reflecting on things keep improving things um and you, and you, want, you really just want to serve fair enough yeah. awesome let me see if we have any if we have any questions here. Not one. I'm just looking around. Got Brett coming in here. You guys have any questions for Akbar? And uh, in the meantime, I got to say it's been a, it's been a quite an enjoyment uh, watching your journey. I remember when you first started. Yeah. I, I remember we had a brief Skype conversation and stuff, and you were building the very first funnel working some actionetics and stuff into it. And it has definitely been a journey. And I mean, I mean, the awards, I know that's not what you do it for. The words, the words behind you speak to the success, but, uh, you know, it's interesting that you're mostly known in the community for your giving, not to not necessarily financial success. And I know that's been intentional for you. You know, we, we, that's the message we're trying to spread. And sometimes people, you know, and you got to also understand that like, if you're, if you're trying to do something different, you're going to get people who are not going to like it. You know, like I've yeah. had some people tell me, and, 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 and you know, there's some, look, there's some cultures that say, hey, um, keep that stuff to yourself. You know, you give, you give privately. And look, I we actually believe in that too. Um, however, the reason I've spread it is because it's inspired people, man. People have sent me screenshots um, of them donating to their favorite charities. Do you know what right. I mean? So it's like, we're trying to spread that message and it's, and it's working, man. People, people are giving more because we're, we're spreading that message. And I'm not trying to like take credit for it, but I mean, like, that's why we do it. And it's, there's a certain action comes with being able to change the culture. 
I yeah. mean, there's that. There's a satisfaction comes when you see that you're influencing others by your giving and, and you being able to help and along yeah. along with your business. That that is a very motivational, inspirational for you as well when you see them doing it. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's uncomfortable for me sometimes to share. Like I get shy about it, and I'm like, "Well, dude, you know, I know that it's 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 encouraging other people to do it, and you know, it is it is a shy thing. It is kind of a private thing, you know. Uh, but you know, when you see other people getting inspired by that and doing it, 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 it kind of just helps you continue that down that path. Awesome, man. Um, well, let me see. You got a couple of reactions. People loving what you're saying. I don't, I'm not seeing questions yet. So we'll go ahead, guys. If you want to post, uh, keep posting questions on here, uh, what happened is I'll get with Akbar and we'll make sure he gets questions answered. Um, and again, make sure, Akbar, you also have a public group. Everybody should be going if they want to follow you and learn more. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can just go to my my uh, Facebook and follow me. We try to uh, give people I'll a little comment. Huh? Also, I'll post that in the comments as well here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And uh, get a ton of value in there as well. I mean, I really appreciate it. This has been a ton of fun and a ton of value, man. A ton of value given out there. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I hope, I hope it was of some value. It really was. It was a, there's a lot of things and different perspectives you put on things that I actually personally even haven't thought about before. Okay. So, um, it, it's been a lot of fun, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, man. God bless. Peace. Thanks, Have a good one. Take care. Hey guys, thank you for listening. I hope this really helped you. Uh, it means a lot to me to be able to try and help you guys, both personally and in business. I'm super excited that you're listening. Please take a minute and subscribe and leave a rating. It would mean the world to me, literally. I would love it and greatly appreciate it. Um, hit me up on social media, at Real Trend Evans on all platforms. Let me know what you think of the episode. Let me know you're following. Uh, just reach out to any questions you have. I would love to help you. I'd love to be able to be a part of your world and help in any way I can. I love you guys. Have a great day.